First off, I want to go back to our candle wreath of Advent. And uh, the first week we talked about hope. And we lit the hope candle and talked about the hope of God and, and how much we needed hope in our life and how much He is hope. And then we, we talked about our Advent and our journey towards love. And how much we need to know how much God loves us and how much we're loved and how we should love others. And then last week we talked about the Advent and the journey towards peace and how peace sometimes is in the midst or joy, I'm sorry, joy joy was in, is in, sometimes in the midst of, of trials and tribulations and sometimes they coexist, trials and tribulations and joy. And this week we're going to talk about peace. And everybody needs peace. Everybody needs peace. There's a, I feel like sometimes that we walk around with this shell around us and we feel like, hey, you know, I got it together and I'm showing everybody, but it, it, all it wouldn't take but just somebody with just a little itty bitty thump and that, that, that glass would shatter and, 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 and the peace would be gone. It don't take much sometimes to, to really get to us and, and to really sidetrack us from that peace. The star has guided us up to this place to where we got right now for those those four things but but as the stars guided those shepherds that were going I know they went through rough terrain and they probably went through mountaintops and they probably went through valleys and they probably had a hard time getting there but the whole time no matter what they went through the light still guided them and shine strong and shine long and shine bright light shine bright and so just, just the same way with Christ. Right now, as we're coming to Christ, He's the light now, right? And, and He will, no matter what we go and how hard it is, the valley and trial path we take, He's going to always shine bright and be there for us. And, and it never faltered and never failed. And it faithfully pointed us to Jesus. And when I think about peace, I often think about the song, It Is Well. It Is Well With My Soul. That, that, that song is just so special to me. And, and uh, so many times in my life that I've had a hard time, I would sit in my office or whatever, I was going through a hard time or trial or tribulation, and I, I would sit there and I would just play it as well with my soul, trying to speak that life into me. Because I didn't feel well in my soul. I certainly didn't feel well on the outside, much less my soul. And I had to sing that song, play that song because the words are so powerful. And, and it says, When peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll, roll. Sometimes it just seems like just sorrows just, just roll in and just, just come and just like just, just come over. It says, whatever my lots, in other words, lot, they used to cast lots. So whatever comes my way, whatever a lot is given to me, whatever happens in my life, thou hast taught me to say that it is well with my soul. Such a beautiful song and it's so precious to me. And um, that song is such steadfast and trust and, and, and hope in that song and peace. And, but in uh, 1873, there was a, a Chicago businessman named Horatio Stafford. And he had five kids and a wife. And one of his ch children had already died from uh, pneumonia. So he had four kids and a wife. And he sent them four kids on over to Europe and and, um, and as they were crossing the Atlantic, and he had to go over there too, but they went ahead of him. 
And his wife called him and said, Honey, the ship sank, and I'm alive, but we've lost our four kids. And so this man is in just turmoil in his mind. And he said, We've lost our kids, but, but you know what? He, he, I'm on my way. And so he got on the ship, the next ship, and he headed on over there. And as he kind of crossed the area where the other ship had sank, he began to write the words to this song as well. I mean, so many times we say, you know, when, when it, somebody writes a song about peace or love or joy, we're like, you don't know nothing about not having peace. You don't know nothing about not having joy. You sit in some, some you know, a sound room somewhere and right away, and you ain't ever had no problems. Well, this song right here was birthed out of pain. This, this, this right here was birthed out of the loss of his, of his kids. And I love, I love how, how it went down. It's just, it's just in the middle of the song, there's just such deep, authentic peace in this song. And I love what it says. And this is, this, I would repeat this as I play that song. Through it all, this is the chorus, through it all, through it all, my eyes are on you. Through it all, it is well. Through it all, through it all, my eyes are on you, and it is well with me. And then the little tagline goes on. It says, so let go my soul and trust in him. Sometimes you got to speak to your soul. Sometimes you got to say, bless the Lord. What's the word of God saying? And what did David tell his soul? He said, bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that's within me. Sometimes you got to tell yourself to bless the Lord. And he was telling his soul, you know, he said, so, so let go my soul. Let go of it. Let go. You can't change anything. All you can do is have peace right now. There's a lot of stuff going on in, 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 his, in his mind. And he's sitting there in, on the waters on the ship right where his, his, the boat sank. He said, so let go my soul and trust in him. The waves and wind still know his name. The waves and wind still know his name. How precious is that? To be able to write that song right in the middle of all that pain. To be able to write such a beautiful song about peace. I don't know how he did it. I'd be a nerd. I'd just be a mess. I'd be, I'd be a hot mess. But see, God's strength can come and help you do things like that. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you today for, for your peace. Thank you, God, for Horatio Stafford writing this song. Thank you, Father, Lord, for, for your peace. You are Jehovah Shalom, the Lord our peace. Thank you for that, God. I just pray that today that you dispel peace in this room, that you send angels of peace, and you, you come and... And, and, and the Prince of Peace settle down in our midst and bring peace to situations. The name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I know there's people in this room. I can feel it in my spirit right now. At, at the end of my prayer, I can feel there's pain in this room. And you smiled at me and you smiled at everybody else in here, but there's a lot going on in your mind and there's a lot going on in your body. And there's a lot going on in, in, in life. And, and you, 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 you don't have peace. And I'm believing that today that you'll be able to have peace at the end of the service. Because we think of peace being absence of fear, absence of trouble, absence of violence, absence of, 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 of uh, hardship. But that's not, that's not peace. Peace, you, you can have none of that. See, in this room right now, we have absence of violence, absence of of hardship, absence of all this, but, but there's, some of you still have no peace. See, true peace is the presence of God.
Because he's the prince. Jesus is the prince of peace. So having Christ in our lives brings that peace to us. But we all have struggles and heartaches and trials and chaos. And, 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 and sometimes it's internal. It's just our own, our own struggle with life. Our own struggle with our mind. Our own struggle with, with forgiveness. And our own struggle with sin. Our own struggle with the lust of this world. And then sometimes it's external. Sometimes it's just people better get a life. Somebody better recognize. Somebody better know something. If one more person comes up to me today, they better hold on. Sometimes it's just, sometimes it's outside. Sometimes it's not in your mind or in your heart. Sometimes it's just, sometimes you shake that, like the women, shake their, put on, shake their head and put their hand on their hip. Watch out. You better back up. Mama's mad. So sometimes that happens and you just don't have that peace. And, and what did it say? If mama don't have peace, nobody's going to have peace. But either way, either, okay, either way, either way. There's, there can be peace within us. And see, the ancient world, you know, they're, they're, the world was, at that time, when Jesus was born, there was, the, the ancient world was, the Roman world was full of, of violence and, and distress and distrust, and, and they, they were desperately needing peace. And we desperately need peace today. So I want to talk to you, number point one is about, is peace in the, you can have peace in the midst. Peace in the midst. Jesus was born, and a lot of songs talk about that silent night, that holy night, and I believe that. But also, well, I don't believe it was silent, and I don't believe all was calm. You know some of them songs, all is calm. No, it wasn't. She had Jesus in, 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 in a manger. She had in, a, in an animal shelter. Okay? And within hours, within hours of Jesus, baby Jesus being born unsanitized, people are starting to show up. I mean, they didn't have a hospital where they grabbed the baby and run off with them. I mean, it was, it was a mess there, and, and everybody started coming, and, and people started saying, oh, my gosh, the, the, the Messiah. All, it, was, it, was, it, was, it wasn't all calm. It was very, there, may been, there might have been moments of peace, but it was a kind of exciting time. And then on top of all that, what does it say here in, in Luke chapter 2, 13? It says, suddenly, okay, suddenly means boo, okay? In other words, it just happened out of nowhere. And it just kind of like, whoa, what? Suddenly, like all of, all of a sudden. Suddenly, the angel was, um, was joined by a vast host of others. An army, the armies of heaven praising God and, and saying. So, so the, the ho host means armies. Okay? So that's a lot of angels. An army of angels. When you have an army, you don't have 12. You don't have 50. You have an army. You have a bunch of them. And then it said a vast host so who knows i don't know how many angels came could have been hundreds or thousands even i don't know but what i'm saying when they came they were they were pronouncing the birth of jesus it wasn't oh come on i mean i'm sure it was loud and boisterous and you know and, and majestic you know whoa you know just you know it probably didn't sound like that but but it was loud and it was just powerful is what i'm saying I just don't think, I don't think it was all calm and quiet and everybody, baby Jesus. You know, people have been waiting for the, for, for the king to come. They were excited, and I would have been too. I'd have been like, oh, baby Jesus. I'd have been, <laughs> I'd have been doing a little shout right there beside him. But, but the company of angels came. But in the middle of all that excitement and that majestic angels and stuff, they were still in that room. Because, see, not everybody there was saved. 
Not everybody was saved. Not everybody there was, was, was Christians. And now all these angels have come there. They're seeing all this stuff. And so and in the midst of all that, even those that were saved, those that know Jesus, I say saved, Jesus wouldn't, hadn't died yet. But you know what I'm saying. They weren't believers yet. But, but in the middle of that, there was still hurt and pain in the middle of all that. In the midst of it, Andrew, Andrew Peterson has a song called The Rain Keeps Falling. The Rain Keeps Falling. And it's a beautiful song. I, I, I looked it up and listened to it. And basically, he's talking about, you know, this is going on, this is going on, but the rain keeps falling. And he, he's talking and talking about this is going on. He said, but the rain keeps call, falling. And he keeps right on singing about stuff. He's like, but the rain keeps falling. No matter what happens, the rain keeps falling in this guy's life. But then as the song goes on towards the end, you'll hear, and the rain keeps falling. And then you'll hear in the background, peace be still. And the rain keeps falling. Peace be still. And he keeps singing. He get, oh, and the rain keeps falling. Peace be still. And at the end of the song, he finally gets it. The whole time, he's so chaotic, and he, he's so worried about all that's around him, he's not even hearing the voice of God saying, peace be still. He's not even paying attention to what God the Father is saying to him. You know, because, because I, I, I'll tell you, um, I, I can't go this ahead of myself, it's at the end. But I'm, I'm here to tell you, peace be still is important in our life, and we have to be still to, to hear God. And we have to stop sometimes to recognize what Christ is trying to say to us. But it was a beautiful, long and honest confession about life, about how the rain keeps falling. Some of y'all could probably feel like, you know, the rain keeps falling. I, 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 one of the people that I was, that I took, I was taking some, some of the gifts to, uh, one of the ladies said, hey, I, I just need a break. I just need a break. Just, you know, just keeps, I talked to somebody else the other day, and they just said, hey, I just, I just need some peace. I just need stuff to stop happening to me. Every time I get over something, something else keeps happening. Something else keeps happening over and over and over. I just need a break. And so Jesus spoke them words, peace be still, in, in that song. And it was just so beautiful. And we need that. We need, we need peace. We need to pause. Excuse me. Sometimes I'll be, I'll, I'll, it'll be stressful and I'm, I'll be at the house, you know, by myself during the middle of the day. I have to go back and get something. Sometimes I'll go get and just with my clothes on, I'll just go lay in the bed a minute. And put my head back on my pillow and just, and just kind of have a moment of, of peace where I'm just not doing nothing and just trying not to think about nothing. Just that moment of peace. A lot of times you'll see me if you're riding by, you know, my car will be out here. But, but, but um, except for Wednesdays, I'm with, with me and Kristen, Pastor Kristen, running around doing, doing admin stuff. But, but my car, I'm, a lot of times I spend as much time in my car right there as I do inside the church. Because inside the church I see all the stuff I got to do and stuff. But when I'm in my car, it's like my little safe place. You know, and, I'll, and I'll, I'll have my little iPad and I'll be studying or I'll be planning or whatever, doing stuff. But it's just, I don't know, it's just kind of a, it's like a pause out there. It, yeah, it's less distracting. When I come into the church, it's like I see everything and I think about everything. And my mind gets real spiritual and I just start all this stuff. So sometimes I just want to sit there and just, and just really sit there and focus a minute and say, you know what, God, just, just speak to me through this right here. And so we need that. Some of you, some of you need to do that periodically. You need to, to say, peace, be still, and take a moment and pause. You need to pause. And, and, and you know, we're, we're always rushing around. You ladies and you men out there shopping and stuff. Sometimes in your shopping cart, you just need to stop, pause, and, and pause and breathe. I need to pause every time I get in a car before I drive. <laughs> to face what I'm about to face. Then people out on that road, I just need to, sometimes I just, sometimes I just need to pull over the side of the road and pause, I think. Just calm down a minute. But the thing is, is peace be still. Quit looking at the storm, look at the peace speaker. 
what happened to Peter? He was, he was in a storm, and he was walking on water because he was looking at the peace speaker. But then he looked at the, beside him and started looking at the things around him, and it began to fall. And Jesus, as soon as he said, God, save me, Jesus, save me, he reached down and the Bible says immediately he picked him up. So we need to get our eyes off of the storm. Christ will bring peace right in the middle of your pain. I, 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 God just dropped something in my spirit that kind of has to do with that um, the other day. And it's like, it says, so stop looking for the feeling of peace and seek the prince of peace. What do you mean by that? Well, including myself sometimes, we want the feeling of peace. Okay, I have to feel something. What, why? Because that's our flesh. Our flesh wants to feel it. We just can't trust it. And let it be in our mind because when it's in our mind and we have peace in our we just can't feel it. So we want the feeling. I want to feel love. I want to, God, I, need, I want to feel some cash in my hand. I don't want to trust it's going to be there, you know. And so, so we have the peace be still. And we have to stop looking for the feeling of peace and start looking for the prince of peace. Just like some kind with God, you know, we want to, we want, and we ask him for things rather than trusting him and say, God, I just trust you. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had the feeling of peace when they were in the fire. They said before they got in the fire, whether you throw us in there and we die or we live, whatever, we're going to be okay. They already had peace of their heart and their mind. They already knew that peace was there. Paul and Silas, at the midnight hour, they begin to worship God and, and, and adore his name um, and sing praises to God in the midnight hour in jail. They had peace. And peace came because he, they saw his presence. Daniel. Daniel had so much peace in the lion's den that he laid his head down on the belly of a hungry lion. Job found peace in all of his turmoil. And number two, Christ is the prince of peace. Um, Isaiah 9 and 6 says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders. And his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. I preached on that three weeks ago, so I'm not going to go a lot on that as well right now. But it's not print, I mean, peace is not just a feeling, it's a person. The peace is a person. Jesus is the Prince of Peace. And all this turmoil that's going on there at, um, at Jesus' bedside, right there, you know, in the manger. Luke says in 2.19, Mary treasured all these things and pondered them in her heart. All this chaos is going on. All this stuff is happening. And she's just sitting there chilling with peace. Why? Because she had peace. Did you miss that? She had peace. She birthed peace. He was a peace speaker. He's the prince of peace. She had peace. She carried peace around with her. So she knew what. So Mary, did you know? Heck yeah, she knew. Because she had love in her. She had hope in her. She had peace in her. She had it in her. And you can't have all that literally in you and not experience it in yourself. Christ can't be in your life and you not experience it. If it is, you're doing something wrong. And it's not hard. So what you're doing wrong is you're still trying to do it. You haven't really got him in your life. He's partly in your life. You're, you're, you're just almost trying. You're trying a little bit and you got a little bit of peace. you got to totally surrender to God and submit yourself to him. And then it will come. We have to surrender and stop trying to control God and control our lives and let God control it for us. 
He's like, I'm done. I'm, I'm going to sit right here. He'll, he'll be involved as much as you let him. Or he'll be very involved. Or he'll be all involved. So where do you need to surrender in your peace tonight and your joy on your peace session? Psalms 46 and 10 says, be still and know that I am God. Sometimes we have to just be still and know that he is God. We have to pause and pause. I, I, I say, um, God gave me this at the very end of the, at the, the message last week, and I'm going to put it right here because it kind of fits really good right here. But it says, peace be still. I talked about um, when, when, whenever Jesus was on the water and the storm came and the disciples freaked out because of the storm. And Jesus said, peace be still. Everybody thinks that he said, peace be still to the storm. I, I feel like that, that he probably looked ahead because his disciples were a hot mess. They were like, oh my gosh, look what just happened. You know, this storm, we're going to die. So I feel like he possibly looked at his disciples and said, peace. And then he looked at the storm and said, be still. Okay? So God looks at, so peace, be still. He, and then for us, okay, for us, I think, we're like, peace, be still. Peace, be still. But you're looking for peace to make something still. When the whole time, God is trying to still you. So you be, let's reverse that. And he's looking at you and saying, be still. Okay? Peace. He's saying, be still. Okay, peace. Let me tell you, because you will not, this is a revelation to me today. I just, I, I just never thought of it. I knew it, I guess, but I never put it into words. You can't get peace being busy and running around. God's just not going to drop peace when you're so busy and you're doing this and you're, you're you, you, no. The, the way you, the only way you get peace is to be still. And once you get still, peace comes. So as long as you're trying to figure everything and work it all and do all this kind of stuff and you're a hot man, it's just not going to happen. So God gave me that, that at the end of the first service for you and said, be still. And when you be still, then he says, okay, peace. That's amazing. And then God has peace for the world. Our world needs peace. You can read it in the daily news and know that we need, our world's not at peace. Our country is not at peace. Other countries are not at peace. There's, you know, well, our world's at peace. Our, our country, well, look, there's war. There's violence in the schools. There's anger in our families. There's people mad left and right. There's all kind of stuff that's going on in our, in our lives. People are, are, are you know, I'm, I talked about road rage while I go with me, but there's people out there that's, that's way worse than me. They're, you know, they're, 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 they're doing all kind of things, and, and people are mad. There's all kind of domestic violence. There's all kind of addiction and all this kind of stuff, and people are trying so hard to try to find peace. And, 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 and what's actually happening is their lack of peace is creating chaos and violence and, and anger and stuff rather than being, than being still. It doesn't always make sense sometimes. How can I have peace? I, I, I realized, I studied this message, that all these four things, peace, hope, love, and joy, all four of those can be, and a lot of times, are only evident in the middle of chaos. That you got to be still, and then the chaos around you is still going. But you be still, even though the, the circumstances haven't changed, God can give you peace. Just like joy. We talked about joy. You know, that, that when you're going through, through, through hard times, you can still be joyful because of what God's trying to do for you in the future. 
knowing that this, this pain, this affliction, this trial, tribulation is, is, is counted all joy because it's going to make you strong in Christ. Love doesn't change because of bad situations. You know, you got, you got, um, you know, you got your children. May, they might be mean to you like crazy, but that don't stop your love for them. So in the middle of the chaos, God still loves you. In the middle of your mess, God still loves you. And even though the, 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 there's all kind of stuff, even though you may be in the middle, in the middle of a, men, a mental war, there's still hope. As long as Christ has died on the cross, which he did, and he rose from the grave, which he did, and he promised to come back, which he will, then there's always hope. You should never lose hope. Because he is coming back. And when he comes back, that's when we're going to have the eternal peace. That's when we're going to have the eternal hope, the eternal love, the eternal joy. But until then, the Bible tells us in Philippians 4, 6, and 7, it says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, with prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And then the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. When we abide with the Prince of Peace and come in, in Him in prayer in every situation, His peace flows and guards our minds and our hearts. He says, don't worry about nothing. Go to God in prayer. And when you go to God in prayer and thank Him, then peace will come. So what do you got to do to pray? You stop, you pause, you're still. And you have a moment of, of, of prayer with God, and peace comes. And then it says, I say this in every, every funeral I ever go to that I preach, you're going to hear me say it, that it will give you that peace that passes understanding. So many times whenever we lose somebody or a situation we don't understand, we're like, I just don't get it. I don't understand. I don't know all the details. It don't matter what the details are. It don't matter if you understand it. There is a peace that exists that is greater than if you had all the answers. And to me, that is so revelatory and so important to say at every funeral because everybody wants to know, why did this happen? Why did that happen? Well, if you just will let God do his thing, then he can give you a peace that's greater than if you had all the answers. And I want to tell you that about your life. You may not have a loss, but there's chaos in your life. And you've got to understand that there's peace in all that, a peace that exists. Quit trying to figure it all out and let God do his thing. He changes, we, we, sometimes we want God to change him. God changed my husband, changed my wife, changed my kids, changed this. And, some, and then we find out a lot of times when we, when we start praying to God, we realize and we get into his peaceful presence, we find out that really he changes our heart. He changes our perspective. And we realize it's not so much them, but maybe it's partly me too. And we need to look at that because he's holding us. And he said in, in John 14 and 27, he, he left us a gift. When he went to heaven, he left a gift. He said, I'm leaving you a gift. Peace of mind and heart. Now what did I just say? When peace comes, he will guard your mind and your heart. He said, I'm leaving you a peace, a gift, a peace of mind and heart. And peace I give, the peace I give is a gift that the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. See, this world seeks for peace and drugs and alcohol and sex and, and addiction and, 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 and illicit things and, and all these, this, this evil in this world, trying to find some kind of moment for peace of mind. And they're looking for a way to escape, and they'll say, well, I've had a moment of peace. You know, but if you really, truly can stop and be still and allow God 
to come in your life and let the presence of, of Jesus to help you, you'll have more than a moment of peace. You can have eternal peace. Those just weren't empty words. He left that gift for us. All, and he knew there was going to be troubles and trials. He already knew from the moment of his birth to his death that they killed him, that they, he tried, they tried to... to um, they tried to kill him the whole time, so he knew there was already trouble. And when he left, that the disciples were going to catch it. So he said, listen now, it's going to be rough, but I can give you peace. That what you, whatever you walk through, that it's going to be okay. His peace was prophesied a long time ago. In Isaiah 26 and 3, it says, his peace was prophesied. It said, you will keep in perfect peace all those who trust in you, all those whose thoughts are fixed on you. You hear me all the time. So you, what you focus on, you fuel. Here it is. Focus on Jesus and he'll keep you in perfect peace. How do you, how do you focus on something? To focus on it, what do you got to do? Be still. All right? See how this is coming together? You be still, you focus on God and you pray. And don't worry, you pray and let God handle it. And then in the end, it'll all come together. So sometimes God gives me acronyms for words or I try to do it. I try to come up with one and I pray for God to give me the right one. And, and here's an acronym that God gave me for peace. The scripture said, what does it say? Don't worry about anything but pray about everything and the peace of God will come. Okay, here it is. P-E-A-C-E. Praying easily accesses Christ's embrace. So when you pray, it accesses God's embrace and then peace comes. But we got to pause. Or I could even use that word instead of praying there, I could say pausing. Pausing easily accesses Christ's embrace. Be still and not know that I'm God. You can put that scripture with it. That's amazing. Jeannie Mayo said this. Uh, she's my spiritual mother. And, she, and she, 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 I was in a two-year mentorship program with her, and, and she she just sent something in the mail the other day, and this quote was on there from her, and I just thought it was beautiful. And it said, if you could come and play something. It said, so God threw open the door of this world and entered as a baby. Why? Because he wants an unimaginable intimacy with us. What other religion had a God that was such, with such vulnerability and wanted so much personal closeness with us in a relationship? What God ever became so tender that we could touch him? So fragile that we could actually break him? So vulnerable that his bare beating heart could be deeply hurt? Only this one that we celebrated Jesus at Christmas, Christ Jesus. Is that not amazing that just how amazing it is that, that, that God wanted so much to come down here that he sent his son, that he, he it, it, it's they're all three one. The Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, they're all one. So God wanted to come down himself. So he wrapped himself, his love and, and skin and said, hey, I got to come down there and I want to do it in the form of my son and, and I want to show you. And he, I just can't imagine Mary holding that baby. It just blows my mind that she could hold that child and look at the creator of the universe and, and look at this child knowing that this was God all, and, and, and the Holy Spirit all in one right in her arms. I just love that. And peace came. So I'm here to tell you today that if you would just stop and be still, 
I'm here today to tell you a word from you want a word from God I got one for you be still and then peace is coming stop wrestling with God stop trying to get so busy and fight God we fight God all the time God's like just be still you, you ever you ever you ever had someone that maybe maybe an autistic child or maybe a special needs kid that got that, that, that you had to hold for a minute and say it's okay just be just be still or maybe your maybe your own kids maybe my mom probably had to hold me down just be still you know or baby a baby even you hold your arm you hold a baby in your arm and they're just kicking you just hold them tight and close and let them know there's comfort it's okay just be still and then once they're still, they realize that you're comforting them and you're holding them. And that, that, them holding, you holding them brings peace to them. God wants to hold you today. He wants you to be still in the midst of all this chaos. He wants you to trust Him. He don't want you to worry. He wants you to have faith in Him and trust Him and allow peace to come in your life. So we need to start practicing peace, practicing being still, practicing waiting a minute. That's what Advent's all about, waiting. You know, we talk about the waiting, but that, uh, is, is Advent's really about Christ trying to teach us to wait and wait for his presence and wait for his peace. Tonight, we're going we're gonna to light the last candle, the candle of, of Jesus. I hope you'll come and be a part of that. Would anybody come up right now here to the altar and say, Pastor Doug, I don't know Jesus is my Lord and Savior, but I want to be saved. You want to come up or you want to raise your hand and say, I just want, I want, I need to know this peace, but before I know this peace, I need to know God. I need to ask Christ in my life. Would anybody want to receive Christ today? This Christmas, you want to raise your hand and say, I just want to see Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I want to get saved. You know, raise your hand or you can come down and we're we going to pray with you. The greatest thing you'll ever do is nothing to be ashamed of. It's something that we need to just say, hey, me, I'm not really where I want to get. I want to be better. We don't mind going to the doctor and saying, hey, I'm sick. Give me something. I'm sick. Don't, we don't mind telling everybody, hey, I'm sick. Going to the doctor. How come is it when we're sick spiritually, we can't go to the church we can't go to people and say hey I'm sick I, I need some help I need Jesus it's like it's a disrespectful thing or it's an evil thing to, to get saved or to turn your life to Christ what, what, what is that hey I need Jesus I, I, I wasn't aware of this I, I, I've played the world too long I want to come to Christ well does anybody here today say Pastor Doug I, I'm saved or what have you but, but I do need some peace my life is full of turmoil and I just need to be still I appreciate your message and administer to me, and I'm going to practice that, but I need to be still right now because there's a lot of junk and chaos in my life, and I want to come down and just be still right there at the altar and let you pray for me real quick that, and agree with me that, that peace will come. Is there anybody at all that would just come and say, hey, I just want peace, and I want prayer right now if you could, and I just need to come and pause and be still. <laughs> 